Hello and welcome to Hard Knuckle Truth. I'm your host, David Eric Williams. We have 15 minutes of unscripted, unedited talk. And I've been spending some time over at zerohedge.com. Um, another article here by Tyler Durden. And actually what he's uh, doing is reprinting. And this this is August. This was yesterday, August 5th, 2821. Posted at 11.40 p.m. So it was late at night. And uh, he actually has a... A um, article by Brandon Smith via altmarket.us. And um, basically what uh, Mr. Smith is talking about is uh, not complying with the medical tyranny. What he is, uh, what he's talking about primarily here, well, actually in the beginning of the article, what is his primary focus is the fact that the actual data we have the actual information that is available concerning the severity of the SARS-CoV-2 uh, sickness, the COVID-19, is that there is a 97.7% survival rate among the actually infected. Now, what, let's let's make a distinction here. What the media and what the uh, powers that be, the ruling elite, want us to focus on is the case fatality ratio. The case fatality ratio is the number of deaths uh, divided by the number of confirmed cases of a disease. So in the way that the cases have been determined in this whole uh, photemic is through a faulty test. Now recall in one of the earlier podcasts I said that the CDC has pulled their request for emergency youth authorization, uh, pulled the request to the FDA concerning the PCR. So they basically they're, they're abandoning the test upon which this entire so-called pandemic has been built. And the reason is because the data, uh, the research, I should say, that's been done on the PCR, and I don't want to cover that ground again. The inventor of the test said, this does not tell you if you are sick with anything. That's not what it's designed to do. And the studies that have been done show that at a cycle rate of 35 plus, you're going to get almost almost 100% uh, false positive. Almost 100% useless. 97%. And that's basically useless. It is useless. So the case fatality ratio is meaningless because anyone can be said to have a have, to be a case they don't have to have any symptoms they can have uh, any other issues whatsoever and they might die from a gunshot wound to the head but if this phony worthless test has has uncovered so-called uncovered the uh, SARS-CoV-2 virus the COVID-19 then they're considered a case so it's baloney it's absolute baloney. So the case fatality ratio is meaningless, it's worthless. What is important is the infection fatality ratio. Now, the infection can be uh, uh, tracked or can be determined having taken place through the, uh, uh, the testing for antibodies. And I'm going to try and bring up here now that I've got... Uh, uh, let me see if I can find it. I actually have a office computer that I can use, not for recording this, but for looking at some of the data that I've got here on the screen. And uh, there was a study, actually, I read this study last, it came out in last June, early June 2020, so it's been over a year now. And I, I read this, in fact, one of the, the earlier renditions of um, Hard Knuckle Truth when it was still a video-based uh, site. 
video uh, compilation. I talked about the infection fatality ratio, and John, and I'm going to probably mispronounce his name. It's a Greek name. Ioannidis, I believe, is how you pronounce it. And uh, who is a scientist, by the way, that has been by his peers, uh, he's regarded, regarded as one of the top ten scientists in the world. Now, this isn't any fly-by-night. Uh, this isn't, he's, he's from, he is well-known. Uh, his um, uh, base of, of operation is Stanford University, and he is, I believe, the head of the Departments of Medicine of Epidemiology, Population Health, Biomedical Data Science. You know, he's, he's uh, he is the man when it comes to this kind of thing. So what they're looking at is the... Um, uh, serial prevalence data, which is the information that is um, concerns the presence of antibodies, and through a this was kind of a, a meta analysis, if I recall. It's been like a year since I read this, and I didn't read it for this because remember, this is unscripted, unedited, and so I'm just going off memory on some of this. But uh, uh, in the Brandon Smith article from Zero Hedge, he references this. And the median, as he puts it, infection fatality rate of the COVID-19 is only 0.26%. And I recall that is the number that looking worldwide, Ioannidis, uh, in this research, he analyzed and uh, drew upon research from all over the world concerning the infection fatality ratio. Now, I'm looking now, I do have in front of me this... Um, chart that came from the CDC website concerning the um, infection fatality ratio. And by the way, they, they changed this. When I first did a video on this, first talked about the infection fatality ratio, they had a different, um, different uh, uh, chart. Now they have the estimated number of deaths per 1 million infections. Uh, if you go to, it, just go to the CDC Planning scenarios. Just look that up when you... I don't say Google it. I don't like Google. Go to DuckDuckGo. That's where you need to be when you look, search for things on the internet. Uh, stick Google someplace where the sun don't... Well, wait a minute. No, I don't want you to do that. What I want you to do is skip Google and use DuckDuckGo or some other, uh, some other private uh, search engine. But CDC, planning scenarios... Uh, you say scenario, I say scenario. Actually, I say scenario, you say scenario. Kind of like tomato, tomato. And what you're going to find there is that the infection fatality ratio for it has it listed. It has it broken down into one, two, three, four categories 0 to 17, 18 to 49, 50 to 64, and 65 plus years. Which, by the way, when you lump 65 plus, you skew things. They should have uh, broken this down into 65 to say 75. Because most of the deaths, the, the, the average age or, uh, of death for the COVID-19 in the United States of America is 78. Uh, worldwide, the average death, the age, I should say, at death from so-called COVID-19 is actually most nations exceeding the expected uh, age, uh, uh, expected life uh, expectancy. Boy, that was hard to say. Anyway, so if you look at the, the data, and 0 to 17 years, uh, there is a, 
a range that they give you, and the range is with kind of the best case scenario according to the CDC, the worst case scenario, and then the best estimate scenario. There I said it both ways to keep everyone happy. And uh, what we find is that the range is from, for 0 to 17, now remember, the infection fatality ratio is the ratio of deaths divided by the number of actual infections with SARS-CoV-2. And that can be determined by the presence of antibodies, but not always. It's interesting that sometimes the, uh, it's, it's, there's different um, reactions to the virus. That's not the typical situation, not the norm. But so let's, just, let's not get into that. We only have 15 minutes here of unedited, unscripted talk. And I want to just uh, get to the, the point of this. The point is that um, even with even in the in the uh, data that we have from Ioannidis, for instance, it's an underestimation. There is the <clears throat> the thought that far more people have been infected with the SARS-CoV-2 virus than we have data for that we have uh, any assurance of at all. We we really it, it's much more. Some of the information that came out of um, uh, studies done in California, for instance, were suggesting that the the virus had arrived on the shores of the the Golden State months before it was recognized as having been uh, uh, having occurred there, having to come there. So uh, the point is, even with the the research that has been done, there is the recognition, the acknowledgement that there's probably a lot more folks out there who actually had the COVID-19. They, like, you know, most folks got over it. It was no big deal. It was a cold. They, they didn't find it to be a problem. So, now, what I want to read to you is these, uh, these ranges. So, for the infection fatality ratio, for those who have been infected, and so if you take the entire population, 0 to 17 years, it's, it's these numbers have been even lower but just the folks who have been affected, 0 to 17 years, the infection fatality ratio ranges from 0.0006% to 0.008%, best uh, estimate of about uh, 0.002%. So that translates to a survival rate of 99.9994% to 99.992%, or the best estimate of 99.998% survival rate. In other words virtually zero chance of dying from COVID-19 in that age group. There, again, is, uh, this is from the CDC, folks. And again, we have uh, scientific information, scientific process. You just look at the, in the numbers and uh, you say, it's absurd to close the schools because that age group, that demographic, isn't going to die from this thing. It's just, it's asinine. I mean, I don't, you know, good grief, what, oh, brother, we, we are a nation of fools who believe the BS that's being scooped and up and dumped on our heads. Well, I don't believe it. Hopefully you don't believe it either. 18 to 49 years old, 0.015% to 0.17% with the best estimate of 0.05%. And that has a 99.985% to 99. Uh, 8.3% survival rate with the mean, with the best estimate, I should say, of 99.95%. Um, there should be, no, that's, yeah, 99.95% survival rate in that 18 to 49. Again, virtually nothing. Uh, 
This is the CDC numbers, which aren't going to be as accurate, because obviously the CDC has a vested interest in making it sound as bad as it can, but it's, it's somehow, I've, I've noticed over the last year and a half, that these government agencies, uh, they can't help themselves, because there's some people there who actually have a love for the scientific method, or actually have a, a certain uh, attachment to the truth, and they can't help themselves, but to say, well, let's not go quite, we, we, we're going to be sort of accurate. Well, anyway, 50 to 64-year-olds, 0.18% to 2%, best estimate of 0.6%, survival rate of 99.82% to 98%, with a best estimate of 99.4%. And it's when you get to the 65-plus, the best estimate is 91% survival rate. Uh, infection fatality ratio uh, there would be 2.6% to anyway up, anywhere up to 27%. So it's absurdly... You know, or inaccurate. There's really that's you know when you have that kind of a, a range, it means uh, we don't know. We don't really know what we're talking about. That kind of range is stupid. That's not. That's not even logical. So the infection fatality ratio, the research that has been done by Ionides, and again, if I'm mispronouncing his name, I apologize. Uh, the CDC data that is staring everybody in the face. Uh, <laughs> This is not something that you should be concerned about. Good grief, tuberculosis kills millions. And the only reason that it's not uh, something that they're throwing in our face is because it's among third world nations. And I don't care what you think about leftists, but they don't care about people that are different than themselves. And your typical leftist is a white elitist with money or just uh, with pretensions. And they don't care about the the brown and black and uh, just the uh, colored population. They don't care about people who speak a different language. They don't care about folks who don't have the advantages that, that the uh, typical leftists in this country has. You know, they're college educated. They, you know, some of them come from old money or whatever, even if they're just uh, your typical foolish uh, college student who's, or, or former college student who's still living in their parents' basement, uh, they don't care. And so tuberculosis doesn't even come up on their radar. It's, it's a much, it kills a lot more people, legitimate, actual, proven deaths from tuberculosis, whereas this um, COVID-19 is, is most of it's inflated, manufactured garbage. We'll come to that another time because I'm running out of, of uh, my 15 minutes here. Didn't even get a chance to talk about this uh, article by Brandon Smith. We will not comply a campaign against medical tyranny, but it's kind of what we talked about the other day, that uh, we can't just talk. We've got to actually do something, which means we stop doing what they tell us to do. I'm out of time. Later. <laughs>